From the Financial Times in London, I'm Ravi Matu, the FT's technology editor, and this is FT News. It was another tough week for Google in Brussels. The EU slammed the technology giant with antitrust charges over Android, its mobile operating system, accusing the company of abusing its dominance in smartphones. The charges are just the latest by EU regulators against the company after it was taken to task for its use of data, its dominance in search and online shopping, and the amount of tax it pays on the continent. Joining me to discuss this is Murad Ahmed, the FT's European technology correspondent. Murad, thanks for joining us. Explain exactly what's going on here. What is the case that the EU is making against Google? So this has been rumbling on for the best part of a year, and actually has been rumbling on for way before that. But on this particular case about Android, the EU, in the form of Margaret Vestager, the competition commissioner, has got three basic strikes against Google. The first of those is that what Google does is, through various different ways, gets handset manufacturers to pre-install its suite of apps, so Google Docs or Google Chrome and Google Play, its app store, onto devices so that when a consumer gets it out of the box, Google search is the default and these apps are already there and quite close to the home screen. And Ms. Vestager says that this stifles competition and closes off the market for smaller app makers. The next charge is about Android forks. It's a bit technical, but what this really means is that Android is this free and open system that anybody can manipulate and change. But Google says that if you use a variation of Android or change it, that you can't use its apps. You can't download its apps. And uh, the EU doesn't like that. And the third one, which was a bit unexpected, we didn't actually um, see this one coming, is that Google has a load of financial incentives for handset manufacturers to install its apps and not install others. And Vestager also found that as a problem. And actually, all of this should be taken as a whole. The argument is, is all these different methods to get Google services in front of people on an Android phone is a way of abusing its dominance. Now, Google has been very forthright in its response. I mean, earlier this week, before we found out about the charges put to it by Ms. Vestager, its top executive in Europe essentially accused Brussels of in a way, not really understanding the way the internet, internet companies work. He was pretty strong in his terms and in his language when speaking to the FT. So give us a sense of what, what does Google think regarding this? I've spent many years talking to Google executives and there is a sense that that divide represented by the Atlantic Ocean is a huge one and simple understanding of Google's aims and ambitions is just not accepted in Brussels any longer. And what I mean by that is Brussels, I think it's fair to say, and European regulators no longer see Google as this happy, innovative group that's out to do better things for the world, which is kind of Google's and Silicon Valley's big pitch to consumers and everyone. They see them as a dominant big player that needs to be reined in for various different reasons, not least holding back potential European tech giants. None of them exist and there's always a worry as to why. But things like Google's tax regime doesn't go down well here. And this is the suggestion that the company as big as Google doesn't pay as much tax in European countries as it ought to. Yeah, Google says it 
pays all the tax it owes according to the international legal framework and there's a sense in the corridors of power in Europe that actually what Google does and what other multinationals do is divert their money around the world in such a way as to reduce their liabilities in that country that doesn't go damn well once you've had years of Google saying its motto of don't be evil and trying to make out that it has a particularly high ethical standard for its behavior and then the other key issue is privacy and it's true that Google's real way of monetizing itself is through data and through understanding us whether it's through Google search or Google maps or whatever it's hoarding a whole load of data and that makes Europeans feel incredibly uncomfortable all of these things combined mean there's been a building fight back against Google in particular but US tech companies in general a lot of people are comparing this case to Microsoft which also for a time was taken to task by Europe over the dominance of Office, its software and proprietary systems. The difference, I guess, now is that Android is a platform, i.e. it's opened up to lots of companies, individuals to create apps. I've met companies, gaming ones, who've made lots of money and built successful businesses off the back of creating apps specifically for Android, and the proliferation has helped them. So is there a sense that their argument holds any weight, that the rules they're applying to Google actually are ones designed for an era in a way before the internet existed as a big factor in terms of business? I think the parallels with the big Microsoft case from the start of the century are useful, but also don't help in many ways, because as you suggested, we're living in a very different world when it comes to computing. The Microsoft case was about Microsoft's tendency to bundle up, in the initial case, it was its media player with Windows. And because Windows was so dominant, 97% of all computing devices in 2000 ran a version of Windows, that meant that it was really blocking out other players. And they did all sorts of other things, like making it quite difficult to build applications for Windows, which Microsoft denied, but it seemed that's what Europe was taking objection to. None of those things really apply quite the same way with Android. It's free, it's open source, it's available for anyone to adjust. But actually what Europe is understanding is that because of the way that Android has become a dominant player, 80% of all smartphones use Android, Google has adopted a whole load of tactics which again are designed to nudge people into using its services and try and make that the kind of default way of doing it. And this hits at Google's business model. If it can't get Android users onto Google products, what's it doing investing all this money and time into what it says is a free service? And Europe understandably is saying, well, we're going to have to scrutinise this. Is it fair? Are you just doing things that perpetuate your dominance and isn't necessarily in the best interest of the consumer, which is kind of what the Competition Commission is supposed to be doing. Where do we go from here? There's been a lot of talk about a battle between Europe, the EU and Silicon Valley. There have been a lot of companies in the crosshairs, Facebook and others, in addition to Google. What is the next step of this process? more of the same. Margaret Vestager has made it clear that this isn't the end of potential antitrust actions against Google in particular. It's already launched a very serious investigation and brought formal charges against its dominance in the search market. She made clear earlier this week that she will also be looking into things like its advertising system. So on that front, more of the same. 
there's definitely going to be more scrutiny played on Google's tax affairs. There appear to be, we understand, investigations in France and Italy about those things. The French privacy regulator will just not let go on Google's implementation of the right to be forgotten online, which allows people to lobby Google to strip links. But the French regulator not happy at all with the way that Google are doing this. Google are just getting into this tangle of legal action across Europe from various different regulators in various different ways. It's going to continue for a number of years. And this is where the Microsoft parallel is very important. Microsoft got stuck in the same way and potentially got distracted in these battles while a nimbler company, namely Google, came along and ate its lunch. And Google will be worried that the same thing happens to it as it goes through very much the same process in Europe. The battle between European regulators and Google, which I'm sure will fight back hard, is going to be a fascinating one to watch. Murad Ahmed, thanks very much. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.